When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow. Mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. Yeah, thank you guys for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Povich. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher. And every single day at 9.45 a.m. it goes live on Instagram. It's at Rudy underscore Povich. All right, a couple of things. First off, shows coming up tomorrow night, Friday, October 8th. Going to be over at Sisyphus Brewing with my buddy Joey Hamburger. And then on Saturday night, October 9th, I shall be at City Winery in New York City with Jesse May Peluso and Carly Aquilino. Coming up after that, October 22nd, we'll be hanging out over at the Hog's Breath in Roseville. Uh, make sure you get uh, your tables reserved now because over half, I think almost three quarters of all the reservations have been taken already. So if you haven't yet, make a reservation for that night. Phone number's up on my uh on my Facebook. I believe it's just Facebook I have that on. Maybe Instagram as well. But either way, uh, November 29th, will be at uh, Hugo's Comedy Cellar in St. Paul. And then November 18th, Grantsburg, Wisconsin, hanging out there with my buddy Jim Norder over at Jokers. And then uh, November 19th and 20th, going to be down in Austin, Texas, once again with uh, Jesse May Peluso and Carly Aquilino. More information about that show going to be coming up today on the show. uh, I've been kind of scrolling through. I heard a little bit of Urban Meyer audio the other day that I kind of was, I've been searching for it. I want to make sure that I got the right piece of audio because I'm a little miffed by it, if I may. I was like, are you kidding me? Jesus Christ, we're still here. This is where we're at with everybody. This is where people still need to apologize for all the shit that they haven't done wrong. Why is it that every small little infraction, people have to get taken down by it? You, they cut you off at the knees for the smallest thing that you do. And it's like, you can't get, there's almost like a nice sense of being able to get away with shit when you were younger. Because nobody had phones, nobody had any, even, even think about it like as a child. There's a little bit of like curiosity and you kind of get to blow off some steam because you're never having to worry about people with a goddamn cell phone, you know, sticking it in your face. And it's just, it seems ridiculous. It seems every goddamn time something happens with a football player or something happens with a politician, these guys have to come out and be the ones that are always like, well, you know what? It was a dumb move. It was stupid on my part. And really what I should have done is uh, I should have gone home that night. Instead, I decided to go out and have uh, one martini with a friend of mine. And uh, the waitress, as she was walking by, I happened to look down. I thought I saw a piece of gum stuck onto her backside. Uh, Obviously, the picture that was taken shows me staring directly at her buttocks. And for that, I apologize. It was wrong of me, and I need to do better. I need to be a better person. I need to learn from this. I need to 
share what I learned. I need to tell people that I, I have, it's a real growth opportunity. And it's like, shut the fuck up. You didn't do anything wrong. It's not even that big. of It's the smallest infraction. And here we are constantly having to tell people, hey, dude, you need to get out there and apologize because if not, you're, you're done. You are done. And it's like, the guy didn't do anything wrong. I don't know why. He is, okay, here we go. This is what I'm talking about. So, uh, was this, nope, this wasn't it. Ah, uh, hang on a second. I could have sworn, I could have sworn that this would have been the one, but the second I saw this all go down, I'm like, are you kidding me, man? This guy has done, now that I like Urban Meyer, I'm not a fan, not a fan one bit. I don't like anything about the guy. I never have. But the fact that all the guy did, in case you haven't seen the video, all the guy did was after his game, he had gone out, instead of flying back with the Jaguars team, he went out uh, because his grandkids, he he flew down and hung out with a couple of friends and uh, some family. And then afterwards, you know the they were at a, I'm trying to find it on YouTube here. They went out and had a couple of drinks. And then somebody said, hey, we're all next door over at the club. You want to come over? We'll buy you a couple of drinks. Let's get some photos. So he says yes, walks over. And there's a gal who's kind of twerking a little bit on his backside. And he looks like he's having a fun time. But, you know. It's not like he was in the corner, you know, getting a BJ from this gal. He was blowing off a little bit of steam. Plus, have you seen Jacksonville? Holy shit, they are terrible. They are the worst. They are an awful NFL team. So what if the guy got a halfway's decent lap dance at a, you know, at a bar? Fucking Sunday night. Chill out, everybody. I was so angry when I saw that he apologized for this. I was like, apologizing? Urban Meyer, stop apologizing. You know, it's it's awful. It's awful. The fact that this team sucks so bad. If if they weren't sucking, if they were kicking ass and... Okay, so there's some gal that's like groping on him. Or like, so what? That's what dudes do when they go out. It happens. And, and it's not like he was thrusting himself onto her. She was obviously enjoying it. She knew who he was. You fuckers and all your dumbass cell phones. I think here it is. Um, oh, yeah. They're upset. I, uh, they weren't. I just apologize to the team and staff and uh, for being a distraction. Just stupid. It's not. Uh, and so I explained everything that happened and owned it. And, you know, just stupid. Uh, should not have myself in that kind of position. Position what? Where you're having blowing off some steam just like every other fucking schmuck your age? Why are you apologizing? Knock it off with the apologies. You think, if anything, the guys on your team saw that and was like, hey, look at Coach Meyer getting down. Yeah, dude. Shit, yeah. You know, obviously the guys that went to bring him young probably not going to be saying like, fuck yeah, that guy looked good. But dude, I mean, you know, wideouts. Listen, if you got hands, you get tail. That's the way it works in the NFL. I guarantee that none of the, nobody in that room when he apologized nobody in that room walked up to him and went, coach, you're going to have to learn from this. It's going to take me a while to trust you again. Forgiveness starts with you, but it has to end with me. None of that bullshit. These guys don't care. Stop with the apologies. Knock it off, man. You didn't do anything wrong. I get so tired of it. All these like small little infractions and these assholes with their cell phones and posting this stuff to social media just so for, for what, what does it bring you? 
What, what do you get out of it? That's the thing I always wonder about. What do you get? It's not like your mortgage goes down. Your car payment doesn't cease to exist. Your kids don't magically get into a better school. You just, you just proved to me that you are incredibly untrustworthy. That's what that is. When you take those videos and you take those photos and you stick them online, you are proving to me that you are an incredibly untrustworthy person. So I, I, as I heard that apology, I was like, knock it off, knock it off. If anything, Urban Meyer should be like, dude, I want all my players to go out and have a couple of drinks and have, regardless of their sexual preference, have somebody that they are attracted to be rubbing up against them. And I'm quite positive Urban Meyer, not married, not a dude who is, had to, has to like settle down with some gals. Or have settled down with a gal, I should say. I'm quite positive he is not married. I can look it up. If he's married, all right. Now we got a whole different, uh, we got a whole different ball game here. Spouse. Uh, okay. All right. Hang on a second. <laughs> all right. I may have to retract a little bit of a statement here, um, because he is married. Maybe. Is this what he says? I should have looked this up earlier. I didn't even think about that. See, sometimes some of this shit comes out in the, um, uh, but maybe she's into it. Maybe that's her thing. Maybe Shelly Meyer, wife of Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer. Okay. So this was, okay. So this is definitely, he's definitely married. Okay. All right. Well, maybe she's into it. This is where we start backpedaling our statement from just moments ago. I still stand by enough of the apologies. Should he apologize to the team? No. Should he apologize to the media and to the fans? No. Should he apologize to his wife? Fuck yeah. You better get on that horse quite quick there, Urban. Because that that's the one part I don't like about it. But who knows? Maybe they're cool with it. If she's cool with it, then no harm, no foul. Let it rip, man. There was a dude that used to play for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Well, AK-47 was his, uh, that was his name. That was like his nickname. AK-47. What was that guy's name again? AK-47. Um, I have to look it up. But this dude, his wife was kind of under some heat because she basically had said, Karolenko, I knew it was Karolenko something. Uh, Andre, Andrea, and uh, Andre, Andre, and whatever. Karolenko. I remember the last name now. Karolenko's wife took a ton of heat. Because she came out and said, listen, I got to I gotta deal with him. He is allowed to go on the road. And as long as he is safe and as long as he doesn't do anything that is like he's not paying for girls' apartments, as long as he's not going out and like buying them jewelry, as long as he's not taking them on trips, as long as he is 1,000% pot committed to our relationship when it comes to finances and housing and school upbringings and the children, if he goes out on the road and he's got, he's in a slump and he's having a bad couple of games and he goes down to the hotel lobby for a couple of drinks and two ladies approach him and are like, Hey, we want to take you back up to our hotel room. He's allowed to because I love him. He loves me. And if that is something that he needs to be able to blow off some steam, why should he not be allowed to do it? If anything, he's going to go back to his room angry and then bring that back, that animosity back to our relationship. And I don't want that. And the goddamn, dude, the 
the women's side of the planet went fucking bananas on her. It was like, how dare you allow your guy to go out and do that? And she's like, listen, you guys can have your relationships however you want. It works for us. It works for us. I'm not saying everybody should do it. I'm just saying it works for us. It doesn't work for me. I'm not one of the, listen, I'm not a jealous guy, but I'm also not open-minded enough to be like, yeah, if you want to go out with somebody, go for it. That's totally fine. I think there was a quote that's associated with Johnny Depp where he was like, listen, if you're, if you have person you're with number one and you're deciding between them and person number two, always go with person number two. Because if person number one was that great, you would never have person number two in your life. You wouldn't even consider it. So always go with number two. And which is also like, you know, good bathroom advice as well. But I think that it is, it's best to just do what works for you and do what you are comfortable with. I would not be comfortable with it. I applaud her for saying, yes, my guy can go out and do that. So maybe Urban Meyer has that same scenario with his wife. We don't know. We've never been privy to it. Maybe that's the case. I refuse to judge. Kim, maybe they're swingers. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they like to have the party where people show up and they throw their garage remotes inside of a bowl and then you pick them up. You know what I mean? The key party? Is that what it's called? Key party? I don't know. Amanda, to each their own, I guess, but I don't like to share. Ha. I get get that. Like I said, I'm to each their own. If that's the way you want to live your life, you go right ahead and go for it. I imagine that... I don't know. Maybe the domain of the the swinger thing is like when you're 23 and you're starting to trying to figure things out. Like maybe I'm into boys and girls, and then it kind of goes away. Like everything's a belt. That's why your 30s suck. Oh, your 30s are the worst. Your 30s suck. Fucking kids are miserable. Jobs miserable. You're super unhappy. 30 sucks. 30 is awful. You're still kind of a kid, but you got all these adult responsibilities. 30 sucks. 40s is where it's at. 40s are fun. And I suppose like upper 40s when you've been with somebody for maybe 20 years, you're kind of looking at them like, listen, I I like getting down with you. We're great. But wouldn't it be nice to go out and share some of these experiences with other people every once in a while? If you're into it, go for it, man. What's the problem? I don't get it. We should say hi to some people. What's up, Scooter? How are you? Uh, what's up, Wyatt? Good morning to you. Sparkle Princess 727. Never seen you on here, but thank you for being any part of the uh, the live show. Lindsay, Mira. What's up, Wood? How are you, bud? Hi, Tara. Nice to see you again this morning. Good. Glad everybody is here. All right. Uh, merchandise. If you have not had an opportunity yet, please go to rudypovich.com. Got brand new merchandise up. It is that time again once a year. Uh, where, uh, you know, the leaves start changing and the hoodies start getting out. And we got some brand new beanies up on uh, rudypovich.com. So if you're looking, please feel free. Stop by, grab yourself a uh, a little bit of merchandise. Really do appreciate it. Throwing a, a couple of dollars into the hopper. All right. So somebody sent me this uh, last night, I believe it was. It was one of the last things I saw before I had gone to bed. And I was like, all right, I guess we could probably fire this thing up. Uh, obviously I have professed my love many times for Nine Inch Nails. God, I love that band. I love everything about them. I've dug Nine Inch Nails for so long. Obviously, uh, I have voiced my disdain for Hollow Notes. but what do I do when I love a band so much and I hate a band so much? And now for whatever reason, somebody decided to put them into the same song.
Okay, so both songs, especially the Nine Inch Nails, Closer is great. Um, I can't go for that. If I if it's if it's sitting on the fence between good and bad, I would say I can't go for that is a good Holland Oates song. Obviously, I've said before they have many of bad, they have plenty of bad ones, but that one is right on the, the cusp there. You know, obviously, if you're taking Nine Inch Nails and you're mixing it in with a little bit of Man Eater, now I got some bones to pick. But this ain't bad. This is all right. I don't mind it. I like the mashup every now and again. Yeah. Uh, Steve, this is late night drunken wedding dance DJ mix. Yeah, it totally is. Amanda, Closer is my fave. Ah, that's a great song. Pretty Hate Machine was, that one was for the ages too, man. God, it was so good. Ah, Tara, it is still bad, ruined a good thing. No, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, you always bring it down a few points. Anytime there's, it doesn't matter how good a song is or how bad a song is, uh, if it's a good song and it's remixed with anything, it comes down a couple of points, for sure. The only song, there's a couple in there that I, I kind of will, I don't know, I guess Eminem sampled Aerosmith with the Lose Yourself, right? And then, what the hell was that Kid Rock song, too, with Metallica? I like ZZ Top and then and that. So I can kick my ass, ass, ass. Oh, they're coming, come. I'm sorry about that. Fucking got off on a tangent there. Oi, yeah. Uh, Mel, uh, I don't care for that. (laughs) Yeah, uh, saw Nine Inch Nails one night in Madison with Queens of the Stone Age. Boy, what a show. Holy shit. It was one of those nights where uh, we all threw down. And uh, went to the show. Did not realize that Queens of the Stone Age was opening. We thought it was just going to be like, ah, some no-namers. Fuck no. Queens of the Stone Age got on stage. Josh Homme and killed it. Crushed that show. God damn, it was so good. Um, yeah, there's a couple of times where we've gone to go do or go to a show. And you're like, I don't know. I don't know who's opening. I don't really give a shit. And then every once in a while, you throw it out. Like at the Bill Burr show this past weekend, which... I told you guys that I am just like, oh, boy, oh, I'm still devastated. I was talking to my brother-in-law about it last night. I know it was Saturday night. I get that it was, you know, five, six days ago. I'm still not over it. If you didn't know the story, uh, we went to the Bill Burr show, thought the show started at seven and it actually started at six. You know, tickets were 120 bucks each. We got to see 15 minutes of Bill Burr and that was it. And then my brother was going to the show after. So I met up with him at the casino to chat with him beforehand. And I ruined it for him because uh, comedian Dean Del Rey was opening the show. My brother, a big fan, didn't know Dean was on the show. And I'm like, yeah, I miss Dean Del Rey. And he's like, what? What? What do you mean Dean Del Rey? I'm like, yeah, he's opening the show. He's like, fuck, why did you say something? I'm like, I didn't know. I thought you knew. Shit. I know, man. I was, uh, it's still like, it's still killing me. It's still killing me on the inside. That I miss that. I don't know, man. I got to. I really, really, really got to try to get over it. It's so difficult, though. God, it's so difficult. I know it seems silly, but damn. Uh, all right, a couple of uh, quick updates of what's going on with this podcast. Uh, so later today, I got a meeting with um, the new platform that we're moving over to. So next week will be a uh, great week. We may have to go dark next week. Just give everybody a heads up as to what's going on. May have to go dark next week, uh, only because. 
Uh, I'm going to be in New York for two of the days. Plus, they need a couple of days to move everything over to the new platform. But as for now, we're still doing everything as per usual. Everything is still on the up and up, man. So I uh, really do appreciate it. You can certainly find these podcasts, uh, the more of which will be coming out in the next couple of weeks. You can find them at all the typical usual spots where uh, where we're throwing down. All right. I uh, want to chat for a moment about Halloween. Uh, last night, I was searching for my my Halloween costume. I think I may have told you guys that we're going as Toy Story 4 this year. Every year, me, my brother-in-law, my sister, everybody is, you know, getting together. And we do like the big group costumes. I like that. You know, last year was Adam's family. Kinley and I have gone as Bob's Burgers. Uh, I like when people get together as like old pro wrestlers or they go as like shirt tails or whatever it is, right? I'm a big fan. So this year uh, we're doing Toy Story and I'll be damned, it is almost impossible to find a Duke Kaboom costume. Duke Kaboom was the character from Toy Story 4. He was kind of the evil Knievel type. Keanu Reeves uh, was the voice of him. And he's kind of got the the white jumpsuit. He's Canadian. He's got the the big maple leaf on the back and the helmet and the motorcycle and the whole thing. And I've been searching frantically to be able to find one of these. And then last night, it dawned on me. You dum-dum. What are you doing? You're you're looking in the wrong pot of gold. You're looking in the wrong pot. You're going to find no gold here, sir. You got to go to a new rainbow. And that's when I realized, oh, shit. I... Need to go hop into the children's section <laughs> and get me a children's XL. Woo! The children's XL, man. The children's XL is where it's at. Because the children's XL, uh, I've done this before with other clothing. And the children's X- XL fits me perfect. It fits me every single time I've gone with the children's XL. And I, I'm not given up on it. I've done it with jerseys. I've done it with Halloween costumes. I've done it with all sorts of stuff. And I'm not giving up on it. I refuse. There's not a chance. Uh, I have, uh, I've ordered other things before where I've gone like, you know what, dude, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with a children's XL. I'm going to go with a, uh, a children's whatever it might be. And XL large, you start going through and you see like the, the chest sizes and the, the sizing on, you know, um, uh, you know, like a children's XL will go up to like 56 inches and you're like, fuck, I might be able to fit that. I might be able to do that. And then you go ahead and you fire it up and you, you throw it on and you're like, wow, I'm a 41 year old guy wearing a children's XL Halloween costume and it fits perfectly. Now, I don't know if that is supposed to be good or bad, either way, but we're saving ourselves $46 on this thing, and I'm walking out of here, and and here, and I've, as I've said many times, if you, uh, I, I like being able to build shit, I like it. I'd much rather, I could have went out and bought a stage for our backyard show, could have bought a stage, decided not to, went out and built it, got wood, screws, took some time, built it, had a very good sense of accomplishment after we finished up with uh, with the sage, and it looked great, and it was great, and the show went well, and there was a sense of accomplishment afterwards. But what is your time worth? And I was going to go out, and I was going to make this costume, and get the white jumpsuit, and then get the red tape, or like sew some red badges in, and make a cape, and all that bullshit. 
fuck it. Listen, it might be the same amount of money. Do you have the stigma of being a grown adult male and having to wear children's XL clothing? Yeah. But what's your time worth? You know? Mel, I can buy boys XL athletic pants and they fit awesome and a lot cheaper. I agree. I've done the same many, many times. That's the thing about kids nowadays, man. Jesus Christ, we just keep pumping these kids full of antibiotics and growth hormones and fuck a lot. Dude, we went to that Richfield High School football game the other night. There were kids, they were walking up and the people that were taking money were like, "Um, uh, so one adult ticket? And the guy goes, I'm 14. (laughs) Like, what? How is that possible? Dude, you're like six foot five. It's, It's crazy. It's, ugh, it's awful. Uh, Mira, damn, Rudy's Wi-Fi is shit. I don't know what is going on today. Yeah, it was, I could tell it was cutting out. There was some problems there for a moment, but no, but I do have like, I got that century length fiber optic and here's the thing. They tell you about that and they go, oh, it's the best. If it's like two o'clock in the morning and I need to download a gig that is, I need to download a file that is five gigs. It's like 37 seconds. It is fucking lightning fast. When it's 11 a.m. on a... Thursday and everybody is up and they're working on shit. It takes forever to download because they tell you it's fiber optic, which it is. But what they don't tell you is everybody's sucking off the same teat. It's coming out. All that information is coming down the same wire. So it's not, um, yeah, it's not the fact that, uh, you get fiber optic. It's that it runs best when nobody else is around. So some days, especially Thursdays are the worst because everybody's like trying to hustle and get shit done before they leave for the weekend. And then Friday around noon, everything's good. Seven o'clock at night, don't even try, man. Too many people watching Netflix and fucking around on the internet. You can't get anything done. But like that 5 a.m., dude, you got to download something. I've downloaded files that are 20 gigs. I mean, it's taken less than a minute. It's beautiful when it hums. I mean, that thing moves. But there are definitely times where it can be a pain in the ass. And uh, yeah, I think today might be one of those days. So thank you for sticking it out with me. Really appreciate it. All right, you guys, uh, I'm going to pack because I got to uh, hit the road here. Taking three days off in New York. There will be replays on Monday and Tuesday, by the way. Replays of uh, some former shows. One of which was the show where uh, I met my sister for the first time. And then that silly day when we all sat down and listened to Richard Marks and laughed our asses off. That'll be on Tuesday of next week. So find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher and every day at 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Instagram. Thank you guys so much once again for joining me. Oh, I really do appreciate it. Thank you for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.